back here on Sid and Friends in the morning. I bring this guy on every week because he's great. He really is. Does a tremendous job after me. 10 a.m. every weekday morning here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Also, not one but two great shows on Fox News. Part of the Fox and Friends crew every weekday morning. And his own show, really terrific on Saturday nights, One Nation. Here he is on his way to Phoenix, Arizona, four days away from Super Bowl 57 between the Eagles and the Chiefs. My dear friend, Brian Kilmeade. Good morning, Brian. What's happening, Sid? Are you all pumped up going out to uh, Super Bowl 57? Yeah, I mean, this is the first time since 2019 uh, it'll be full blast Super Bowl. I mean, wherever you go, you just gotta, no one's going to say, okay, we got to only have a certain amount of people here, let alone wear masks and all the other crap that we know is all useless. But as you look back, now they're back to the pre-pandemic numbers, in fact, exceeding it. Fourth Super Bowl, Arizona's hosted. So I look forward to getting back to normal. I did not go to the Brady win. I did not go last year. But I've gone to about, uh, I'm thinking, 23 Super Bowls. But to me, it's, uh, it's you know, the game is great. And uh, obviously, usually they've, they've been great of late. So that's cool. But everything leading up to it, uh, having chances to get out and, and see people and do the show remote, is going to be cool. And seeing some of these events, I mean, I know we're going to have Dungy, we're going to have uh, Gronkowski, going to do different stuff. I'm going to interview Kane Brown before his concert. Going to do the, uh, I'm going to do the NFL honors and that red carpet where I don't know if you remember in New York when it was here, but they just had the who's who of uh, of entertainment, yeah. sports, and celebrity. So I thought, you know, that might be a, that's going to be a cool thing Thursday night. Yeah, you know, listen, I don't do sports anymore. Obviously, I do a lot of sports on this show, but. I'm not on Sports Talk Radio anymore, but I did cover 17 Super Bowls myself, and I miss this week. I used to love doing my shows live on Radio oh, yeah. from the site and, you know, me out there with guys like Jim Rome and Dan Patrick, Mike and the Mad Dog, and grabbing Terry Bradshaw, Joe Namath, all these greats, and that's what you got. Now, this game is a pretty good football game. The Eagles, they've been the best team in football all season long, a small favorite over Mahomes and the Chiefs. Now, the biggest story the last two weeks has been the Tom Brady retirement, but now, four days away, it's time for football. Eagles, Chiefs, who does Brian Kilmeade like? Well, I mean, uh, I'm not breaking it down like you would, but if you just look at this game and know, I mean, the Chiefs are beatable, and and you got a guy with a high ankle sprain, uh, who one of his great – I mean, I'm not saying that he is not the best quarterback in football – and maybe top 10, even with the high ankle sprain. But you can't tell me that he's going to be 100%. They say that's one of the most debilitating injuries in sports. And I just feel as though they need to be 100%. That offensive line needs to be healthy. They need the wide receivers to be more productive. They need to channel Tyreek Hill. He's gone. And I just believe that it's hard to bet against Philadelphia. But I'm always uh, taken aback by what happened against San Francisco. They literally lost every quarterback. The game was over in the first quarter. They they were much better than the Giants, so they have yet to be tested. But when you lose just one game all year, and I don't know what kind of salary cap they're operating under. They got everybody, and they get it all <laughs> under the cap. Yeah. No, listen, uh, the Niners didn't just get hurt. The Eagles are a vicious defense. Gave up 14 points combined between the Giants and the Niners. Now, the injury to the Niner quarterback, the kid was a bit flukish. They knocked the other kid out of this galaxy. So the Eagles are a very, very tough football team, very aggressive on defense. But that's the NFL Super Bowl on Sunday. The president had his Super Bowl last night, a huge pep rally. Everybody in attendance in Washington, D.C. Everybody from Mayor Eric Adams to Paul Pelosi to Bono from U2. And I talked about it all day yesterday, Brian. I expected 
the president would lie to the American people for about an hour. He did a lot of that, a lot of lying, and, and just, by the way, very conveniently left out some of the real major issues happening right now in the United States. That was a disaster by Joe Biden last night. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I liked the way he started. Said hi to everybody. Hakeem, congratulations. Kevin McCarthy, nice to meet you. No, enough with that. Um, too minority leader that, Chuck yeah, Schumer. Yeah. Minority leader, excuse me, majority leader uh, Chuck Schumer. So, and then he went out there. It was so interesting for a while, Sid, because you and I got to get up early. It's really a challenge to stay up that late. So it's not smart, really, but I did. <laughs> so, right. And, and you're watching it, and it was like the House of Commons. Because when he went out and he goes, yeah, you know, Republicans want to get rid of Social Security and Medicare. They just went, come on, stop making it up. And he's like, okay, all right, maybe you won't do that. Because, you know, one guy, this congressman from Texas comes out and says there should be a, uh, a flat tax, a 20% of consumption tax. That's an outlier. But now that's the new policy of every Republicans. Nobody said that. Nobody claimed that. This is one congressman who wanted to have his voice heard, a uh, part of the deal with McCarthy to become speaker. And now they made that just like everyone's a MAGA Republican who's an extremist that wants to overrun the Capitol. They made it a cartoon, and he went back to that again. This is the problem. No matter what he does, no matter what he says he does, the economy does not feel good to the average person. So there's more people living paycheck to paycheck than ever before. More pay- people capping into their 401k than ever before. The average person listening to us right now, Sid, goes to the store and has to pay more for less every day. And then we have a president get up there and go, look at what I've done with inflation. I'm bringing it down. And they say, well, you're, you're not telling me the truth. And, and Well, look at all the jobs. Oh, yeah, but uh, my job, it might be infl- my salary's not keeping up with the inflation. So what do you mean you you added all these jobs? No, you didn't add 800,000 jobs. You added a third of that. A lot of these jobs just came back because of the pandemic. What do you mean you inherited an economy in free fall? That's not the case. It was coming back strong. It was forced to die into the pandemic. What do you mean the previous guy jacked up the, uh, the deficit more than anybody else? Do you know that for the first time in over 100 years, we, were to, we had a pandemic that forced, and this was the policy of the country and the world, Everyone except people like you and I to go home and stop working and we'll pay you to not work and we'll sustain your business and write you checks just so you don't go out of business and you still went out of business. So that definitely had to do with the president, the former president's spending. And the average person knows that. And when you get up there and start saying things like that, you just go, okay, this is not going to be based in reality. (laughs) This is Brian Kilmeade talking about the State of the Union, Joe Biden. Last night. No, it wasn't. Uh, it's great they've got two built-in excuses for just about everything. The pandemic, even though that's a couple of years ago. And, of course, Putin's war on Ukraine. That's every excuse. Anything going wrong in the United States, I'm going to blame the pandemic and or Putin. And, uh, you know, his, his plan to tax the rich. And uh, like you said, uh, he talks about making America better economically for everybody, not just the rich. I mean, that was very, very tough to listen to. And I just kept waiting and waiting for him to get to the, I don't know, the border, maybe the border. And he really never got there. I mean, you talk about the major omissions from last night, Brian. That may be at the very, very top.
Right. And when he did bring it up and says fentanyl's bad, you heard Marjorie Taylor Greene and others go, yeah, but the border. And what about China? It's all related to China. Fentanyl's killing people. Yeah, bolster the border. I got this new policy where um, Venezuela, Cubans, and I think Haitians aren't allowed to come in. Everything's down 98%. No one could find that number. And, and, and yesterday, uh, during the day, they had Border Patrol testify, and they just talked about how everything changed when Joe Biden took over. They're wearing uniforms. They're talking about reality. They don't care about politics. I don't even know. You, it's not even clear who, if they voted for Trump. But they said the borders collapsed. And in turn, the Democrats turned around in those hearings and said, another example of white supremacy, Republican white supremacy. So are you kidding? So just because we challenge, because the borders collapsed under this president's white supremacy, the president actually brought it up. It got shouted down. But the woman sitting behind him is in charge of that. Whatever you want to say about Mike Pence and Vice President Joe Biden— they never rejected when the president asked him to do something. Mike Pence, you're in charge of the pandemic. He did it. Hey, Joe Biden, you were at the border. At least he was trying at the border. Barack Obama's border was 80% better than Joe Biden's border, and nobody had a better border than Trump. So this woman didn't even try, and she's sitting behind him. Joe Biden's getting shouted at, and he's totally inept at the border. Do you know, and you know this, we have now converted the Holiday Inn. It's now... Well, all these rooms at a cost of uh, over two or just under $200 a room, it's going to cost us an incredible amount, $95,000 a day. We're putting more, another 500 migrant families into another hotel they're going to trash, throw out the food, drink in the lobby, have sex in the stairwells. That's because of him at the border. This is costing us billions of dollars. No, it's brutal. And she stood up last night and clapped at every single opportunity, even when he was saying stuff that was a lie. We knew it was a lie, stuff that's untrue. She's standing up and clapping and smiling. She's such an embarrassment to any real political position in this country's history. It's hard to look at her. It really is. Sarah Huckabee Sanders, you know, you talked about staying up late. I stayed up until about 1130. I slept for three hours last night, Brian Kilmeade, because I watched that whole abortion of a speech. And then I watched Sarah Huckabee Sanders. And she really concentrated on the woke America that Joe Biden and the progressives are trying to push. Did you like what she had to say last night? She was fantastic. I'm so glad you asked me that. I, I said, wow, 40 years old. Uh, at eight years old, she's handing out flyers for her dad. And now we know she was a tough as hell press secretary. She was so on the money, brought up the woke stuff. We don't, you know, the gender crap. Uh, brought up what it was like on Christmas Day to leave her family, go with Trump, go visit the troops, the troops' reaction to seeing her. Talk about a generation of leadership and talk about what she's going to do locally. Talk about Bill Clinton, president, Governor Mike Huckabee working together. Uh, so she had a lot of great lines, well-written, well-delivered. And think about it, Sid. There's sometimes in life you get nervous. You know, if we put you today at MetLife in front of 75,000 people, you, you might be a little bit nervous, even though you're on the air every day. She, after the, what she put up as a press secretary, I just knew she was going to be able to deliver yeah. this speech. This is twice now. I think Tim Scott last year and then Sarah Huckabee Sanders this year, where I think both of them uh, improved their political fortunes by, by doing it. just a great speech, full of great content, big digression, didn't get that personal, and said, uh, over, out, watch me. I thought it was very impressive. So did I. 60 seconds to go again last night, in my opinion, a win 
for Donald Trump. I am playing audio this morning that he put on his Truth Social account last night. He put together like a little press conference, and you can watch the video, hear the audio here. But another win for Donald Trump. You know, the less he talks and the more he allows Joe Biden to talk, Brian, the better things are for Donald. By the way, Lara Trump will join me in about an hour, uh, about 740 this morning. But another win last night, I think you'd agree, for Donald Trump. Yeah, I didn't see the address, but I read it. I'm going to roll a clip of it, uh, but he's smart to lay out. I mean, he's winning in most of the polls in the states. What he's what he's sucking wind on is donors, and it looks like the Koch brothers are going to rally against him. The Club for Growth is going to have a donor summit, invited Tim Scott, Governor DeSantis, invited uh, Nikki Haley, uh, Mike Pompeo, didn't invite him. That was a big supporter of his. So the question is, with the foundation a little unwieldy, DeSantis, I don't know if I said that or not, is is that going to be his undoing? Uh, we'll see and see if he can go out there and just take on Biden and not take on DeSantis, Nikki Haley and others. That'll be a bit of a challenge until you actually have to take them on, which is interesting because they're going to run on Trump's policies. And he's going to go, yeah, wasn't that great? Yeah, didn't you like that? I did that and I could do it again. Right. You work for me. You know, so this has got to be a fascinating situation. Agreed. Listen, I have a uh, safe trip out to Arizona. I'll be listening and watching the next couple of days. You're great with sports, too. Great with politics and great with sports. So enjoy the action in Arizona. Enjoy the Super Bowl. We'll do this again next week, buddy. Thank you so much. You were great. All right. Uh, thanks so much. I appreciate your sports, Sid. Go get him. All right. There he is. Brian Kilmeade, everybody, on his way to Super Bowl 57 with Fox News and, of course, Fox Radio. He'll come your way, I believe, Thursday and Friday from Arizona. Big game coming up on Sunday. Another great appearance by my dear friend Brian Kilmeade. Comes up after me, 10 o'clock every weekday morning right here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Lots more to do this morning, including Lara Trump. She'll be here at 735. And the great Congressman Peter King, he'll be here at 840. Keep it right here. More of Sid and Friends in the Morning. 